What's up, Raider Nation? Matt Holder here with Silver and Black Pride. I've got a very special podcast episode for you guys this week, one that I didn't even see coming, kind of came out of the blue, and I was super pumped about when I got the email a little while back that this might be in the works and might be able to happen. So I couldn't be more excited to share my exclusive interview with Devontae Adams with you guys. Devontae was an awesome guy to talk to, had a blast, went over everything from whatever he's got going on with Tide to back to his high school days playing with Jock Peterson. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And here you go. Here's my interview with Devontae. Raider Nation, please welcome in two-time first-team All-Pro and five-team Pro Bowl wide receiver from your Las Vegas Raiders, Devontae Adams. Devontae, thanks for coming on, man. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Glad to have you here. So I know you're here with Tide, so why don't you guys tell us a little bit about what you guys have going on? Yeah, we got a, a nice um, lucky jersey campaign, um, and it's, it's been something that's really been enjoyable for me. Um, you know, I partnered with Todd to give away signed jerseys, cleats, um, and Super Bowl tickets in exchange to people for watching their lucky jersey. So, um, you know, I've I've had to deal with the same thing when I was younger, and it's not an easy thing to do. But but using Todd, mm-hmm. it, it it makes it all worth it and uh, makes a makes it a hell of a lot easier to go ahead and do that. And fans can actually go to my IG and comment on the what would it take contest video to enter a chance to win. Um, and, and if you go take a look at that, it'll, it'll give you all the information that you need. Awesome, man. Well, I know you said you had a little bit of a superstition when you were a kid, but I'm curious, do you still have any like pregame superstitions or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I got, I got, um, I've been, I've been telling people about, um, about my, my pregame meal superstition, which is, um, the, I basically, I just eat the same thing every time that started years ago. Um, I actually had a salmon salad before one of my games. Um, and, and it was like one of my breakthrough games. So I kind of kept it going and it's been going for, for years and years now. And even some days I don't, I'm not even in the mood for that, but I, at mm-hmm. this point, I don't even think about it. It's just kind of, it's kind of just the way that it, that it goes. You got a night game, go grab a salmon salad. You got a, a early game, you know, one of the one twenty fivers or something like that. And you only get one meal in it's typically going to be, um, the same scramble every time with toast and, and cran apple. So, I keep it simple with that and, and also wear the same thing every game. So um, that's uh, not the exact same thing, but I, it's the same um, style of get up, just a new wristband, new gloves, obviously new cleats every time. So, but, uh, but yeah, I keep it with that. And I'm assuming everything is all, all washed and clean before then, right? With Tide? Of, of course, you already know hygienic pods. So awesome, Devontae. Let's move on to a little bit of what we've got going on this season on the field. You're out there living out your childhood dream, playing for the Raiders. So tell us, what has your experience been like, and has it met your expectations so far? Um, absolutely, we haven't met our expectations as a team, and what we're trying to accomplish just yet. Um, you know, but we're, we're close, and we're we're headed in the right direction now. So, um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed my teammates, enjoyed my coaches, and getting into a new scheme and a new town and, and everything. Um, or I guess I can say city now. It's not not exactly mm-hmm. a town like Green Bay, but but. Um, you know, it's, it's been enjoyable and, and the fans have have been, you know, amazing and, and welcomed me with open arms the same way that the, the players and the coaches have. So it's been a great experience so far. Just got to keep winning some games. I'm curious if you have like a favorite moment or game as a fan growing up. Um, now that I've stopped in my head, I don't I don't remember a specific game. Um but I mean, I, I've been I've been watching the Raiders my entire life. Obviously, grew up a Raiders fan, so um, that's something that 
almost even harder since you've been monitoring your entire life um, to pick out one. Um, if I thought long enough, I'm sure I could come up with, with one that, that you know, I, I enjoy more than, than others, but not the easiest one on the spot to come up with. But being a being a Raiders fan since the beginning of time, um, even, even though I'm not that old, people try to make me old, <laughs> but I'm not that old. But I, um, it, it's, been, it's been a long time. Gotcha. Well, I know Tim Brown was one of your favorite players growing up. So I'm curious about what part of his playing style that you try and emulate. And have you gotten a chance to talk with Tim Brown and kind of pick his brain a little bit? Yeah, he actually reached out to me. Um, I want to say the day after I got traded um, to Vegas and we, we chopped it up on the phone. He wanted to, he, he texted me um, and, and let me know he had to, he had something that he wanted to kind of put on my mind. Um, and then I ended up calling him and, and we, uh, we chopped it up and basically just, informed me everything that I needed to know about, you know, the Raider Nation and, and um, you know, the, the fans and how great they are and, um, you know, just, just what it means to to be a part of a great Raiders team and, and what I should, what I, basically everything I should be expecting. So, um, honestly, it was incredible information, but the, the greatest part for me was just that he was, he cared that much to want to reach out and talk to me um, and, and kind of put me up on game with a few things Raider-related. Um, just, just to give me a heads up, and so I knew what to, what to be looking for out there. And you know, coming from a great and a Hall of Famer, like that's that's something that means more to you as a player than anything. And that kind of pushes me to even be greater, so I can, uh, you know, be in that position one day to to bless, you know, some some other younger players. I'm just curious, you know, is there one thing that you don't mind sharing with us? If there was one thing that you really took away specifically from your conversation with Tim Brown? Well, like I said, he just basically said, if you're good to this team and you do what you need to do, these fans will be amazing to you. And, you know, so far, that's that's exactly what I felt is just an amazing welcome. Like I was saying before, I come on the field, you know, pregame, I go out to a run route to the quarterbacks and wideouts. And the 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 amount of I mean, I, I can almost count down from from five to, to zero as I'm walking out when it when the, the roaring is going to start and I come out mm-hmm. and it's kind of. It puts me to even want to go harder for them, knowing that, you know, I got that type of support. Gotcha. On a similar note, can you dive into reuniting with Derek Carr? Yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, one of my one of my good friends and to be able to spend time with him, not just on the field, but to be able to go golf and um, you know, have our families together like like old times and obviously our families are both continuing to grow, um, you know, with, with all these kids we having, but it's um mm-hmm. it's it's, it's great to just be able to be around my guy um his his energy um and in and day to day just knowing what to expect from a guy like him and uh and to be able to go out there and, and try to lead a team uh, which is basically a brand new team from from coaches to players everything it's a lot of big changes that were made this past year so uh, you know to, to be able to to lead this team with him as as both be captains among others and and go out there with the same goal it's uh it's been fun and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to continuing doing what we're doing now. So I'm a guy who likes to watch film and I really like watching wide receivers. So I've got to ask you about your releases at the line of scrimmage. I know you have a basketball background, so can you go over that how that's helped you grow in that part of your game? Yeah, I mean it is I basically use all the movements that were most natural to me on the hoop court. Um, you know, as I as I come off the field or as I come off the line of scrimmage, you know, I've I kind of do that hop, which is kind of like a hezzy with the basketball. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the releases are variations of, of a crossover without the, without a, a basketball, basically without dribbling. So, um, 
it's like I said, it's, it's basically just all the most natural movements that I've used for years and, and just kind of transferred it over, which is, I think, what throws off some DBs is because not everybody did play basketball. So, um, you know, covering a receiver, doing basketball moves, that kind of moves without any rules, and I kind of create my own structure to what I do on the field. Um, so it's a little bit of a different field than what, what guys are used to. And, you know, obviously pride myself on being able to, to get a great release. So, you know, you can run the route with as, as least resistant as possible. And, um, you know, if you're running routes on air for your quarterback, typically you're going to complete balls. So if I can lose the DB at the line of scrimmage and then run my route without anybody bumping me or, or hanging all over me throughout the route, that's what, you know, gives you the best percentage to, to go out there or the best chance to have a high percentage play, I guess you could say. So is there a certain like Hooper that you would you would watch a lot that kind of helped you develop that? Like, were you a, a guy that was a big on the Allen Iverson crossover, or is there one, anyone in particular that you kind of like to like to watch in basketball? You said it, AI. AI was my guy. <laughs> AI, gotcha. Darren, Jamal Crawford, a lot of those guys that that you know they they had the, the crazy handles and um, you know the the quick twitch. So I watched actually more of that than I did even um, football tape to for inspiration as far as how to move and, and what, what I wanted to do for, for some of my releases early in my career. Yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be AI just with that, uh, that crossover that was nasty throughout all those years. So I'm curious, man, getting uh, off on a little bit of a side tangent here. What was your basketball game? Like, I know you played hoop, hoops in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I actually went to Fresno state initially to play basketball and football. So that was my whole reason for going there. Um, aside from not being, you know, I wasn't a five-star coming out, so I didn't have a bunch of options, but that was why it was Fresno in particular for me. Um, it's because they were, they were interested in having me, um, you know, play basketball there as well. And that was, that was my first love. I didn't play football seriously until my junior year in high school. So, um, you know, the, the basketball thing was, was something I actually had more attention um, for, you know, from schools for basketball and talked to more schools for basketball than what I did for football. Um, but yeah, I played, I played basically, uh, one through three, and you know, I, I would guard whoever I had to guard. Sometimes, like I played against Aaron Gordon in high school. He was younger than me, but we played against each other. He was like six eight, and I was six mm-hmm. one, and and had him in the post and had a had a solid game. So, you know, I, I did basically on defense whatever I had to do, but um, on different teams, depending if it was AAU or you know school ball, it was it was usually one one or two, or you know sometimes a three as well. Nice. I didn't know. I didn't realize Fresno offered you for basketball too. That's awesome. Well, it was a football scholarship, but the the idea was to play basketball after the football season. Gotcha. Gotcha. So beyond basketball, if you were to say, talk to a high school receiver who wants to work on their press release package, what would you tell them to focus on the most and do better at? Be good with their hands. Because one thing that everybody can't do is be extremely shifty with their feet. That's a skill set, and that's something you can work to improve. Um, and, and quicken your feet, but you also got to stay true to who you are. Um, and, and not everybody, you know, Jordy Nelson was, you know, one of, one of my favorite receivers ever, you know, especially after spending time with him. But me and Jordy aren't going to go out on the field and try to do the same releases, regardless of, you know, if he would work on it or not. It's just going to be a, this a totally different skill set. And, you know, there's different things that he does at a high level that he would, you know, value more than his lateral quickness. So it's not always going to be the exact same thing. But anybody can get good hands and be able to, you know, get the DB's hands off of them because that's the whole point of press is to, you know, disturb the timing and try to throw you off of your plan as a receiver. So if you can at least use your hands and marry that up with the feet, 
um, then that's when you'll be able to still get guys off you and run clean routes. The other part about your skill set that I love is it doesn't just stop at the line of scrimmage. You're shifty and quick at the top of routes. And the play that stands out the most in my mind comes from the season opener against the Chargers, where you ran an out route, I believe, and broke the, wide open and sent the corner flying by about like five different yards. Can you kind of walk us through that play from your perspective? Yeah, it was actually like a like a quick double move. It was it was post corner s, but based off of the the body language I gave him, it made it obvious that I was trying to get inside, and that's what made him shoot inside. And then I just broke it out a lot quicker, um, so that there wasn't going to be any contact made between me and the DB to slow me down. Um, but yeah, just stemmed up, stemmed at him basically outside, gave him the body presence that I was trying to run a you know an in route or some sort of in breaker, whether it's a post or or you know coming flat. And he took the cheese on that, um, bit like a big dog, and then I just broke <laughs> it out and you know, I was able to get the ball in open field. So I think you touched on this a little bit here at the end, but were you looking for anything in particular before you made that move, or did you try and like set it up throughout the game? Well, I mean, it was it was just based off of, I'd actually had a first down thing caught like a like a stop route or something when I'm on the, the play before. So it was just a, a way to keep going, keep putting pressure on him and didn't you know it wasn't really based off of any look but but once I came up the ball I knew the coverage so um, I knew he had to relate to me and match going in so basically I just tried to give away the inside move to get him to bite it he did and then uh yeah the rest was history did you know you got him pretty good right away oh yeah I, I could tell by how fast he went in there and how good I got you know as long as the ball was already in there that uh, you know I'd have a lot of room and still be able to run that's awesome I want to circle back to you joining the circle silver and black I know you had requested a trade and said you wanted to come here, but were you still surprised when it happened? Like, were you surprised that the the Packers kind of gave you exactly what you wanted? Well, it was nowhere near that simple, but it was it was still surprising, you know, when it was all said and done. Um, just, I mean, I've never been on a team as long as what I've been on the Packers in my life. So to have eight years that you give to a, a, a you know, one place playing a game um, and kind of be, become – Attached to that uh, that that town, and you, I went from not even knowing where Green Bay was um, to <laughs> to now in my home for almost a decade. So definitely was um, some some mixed feelings initially, just because you know I'd given everything to to that place for a, for a long time. So to be able to be in a position to where I'm changing, but obviously still going to be incredibly ex- excited and happy, and and obviously I'm I'm going to be excited and happy given it was what I what I wanted to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it's just, uh, hard, hard to even explain exactly how I felt in the moment, but it was, um, it was definitely a great feeling knowing that it was, everything had kind of come to fruition, but, uh, also was a little bit sad still knowing that I was going to be, you know, such a big change was on the way. Was it flattering to see how much the Raiders were willing to give up for you? And then on top of that, the contract? Yeah, I don't think they gave up that much for me. It wasn't that crazy. I think it was, uh, you know, first and the first and the second is not that crazy. It's it could have been worse. This dude's out here going. I think Tyreek went for a first, a second, and like seven fifths, and like <laughs> a, a fourth, and and I don't know somebody's sister too. I don't know, but that's uh, <laughs> that's could have been worse. But it, it was definitely a good feeling to know that they were that invested and wanted to do whatever they had to do to get me. So it was. Um, yeah, I'm glad, glad it worked out for both sides. So for my last question here, I want to go back to your junior year of high school at Palo Alto High School. 
You had a pretty good year statistically, but you weren't the leading receiver. So I have to know, how did Jock Peterson outpace you that year? Like, what was Jock's game like in high school? Uh, Jock was a baller. Jock had a lot of experience playing the position, playing um, just football in general. That was my first time playing receiver in my life. So, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't come out of the blocks the same way that I did in, in college. I had to get used to it and kind of fall in line, too, given that, you know, he was, he was the guy before that. And yeah, like I said, he was he was a he was a three sport baller. He played obviously baseball at a high level, got drafted out of high school, um in, in football and basketball. He was he was a stud in there too. So um, you know he he uh he taught me a lot, honestly. Not not through words, but as far as watching him, um, you know, early on. So he he was definitely a baller out there, a good guy to to be on teams with. So Jock Peterson was uh kind of your your first receivers coach out there a little bit? I don't know about the coach part, but uh, as far as uh, not, it's not exactly his personality. But his, um, gotcha. as far as putting his stuff on film, um, definitely learned a lot from that. Awesome. Well, Devonte, this has been a ton of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you tell us about anything else you have going on, or if there's anything else you want to let the good people of Raider Nation know about? Well, I just I just want Raider Nation, everybody else, to understand exactly uh, you know how much how much fun I've had doing this this Tide uh, deal and and you know being a part of this partnership, going doing these commercials and and doing stuff like that, meeting all these people and and kind of putting a great product together. It's been it's been a good uh, deal. I just want to remind them that they can go to my IG and comment on the what would it take um, contest video to enter for a chance to win if they want that uh, that signed jersey cleats and and Super Bowl tickets. Awesome, guys. Well, make sure you go check out Devontae's Instagram and everything he's got going on with Tide. You guys know where to follow me on Twitter, Adam Holder 95 Other than that, until next time.